Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nerdy Pothead podcast. Um, hope everybody's recovering well from the uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, it was actually probably one of the better Super Bowl games in the last little bit. I mean, it was exciting up to the end. Um, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, whose team is not part of the state of Kansas. Donald Trump, but hey, whatever. Um, again, it was it was great. I mean, a lot of things. Um, you know, I watched the Super Bowl because I'm a fan of football. Played it, not great, but still played it um, in high school. But the Super Bowl for a lot of people is just about the commercials, the trailers for their fit for for movies, trailers for. Um, different shows coming out on different um, streaming services. I remember one year Super Bowl, Netflix did the commercial for Cloverfield and said it was available right now. And a lot of people I know just switched over and went to go watch it because they thought that was amazing. They didn't do that this year, of course, because that'd be mean again. But um, yeah, it was it was highly entertaining. Great halftime show. Um, th- that seems to always be the biggest thing for me. We look at the Super Bowl, you look at the halftime show. Um, the last couple of years have been very lackluster. It's been the uh, people that they get. It just doesn't translate well. What does translate well for a Super Bowl halftime show is a catalog of great music and great dancing. Shakira and J-Lo, both, both but got both. So it was great. Um, the biggest non-controversy controversy of the Super Bowl was Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Blue sitting during the national anthem. Um, I didn't really pay attention. I mean, when there's no controversy for something, people draw at strings. People sit at the national anthem, don't listen to it, don't care, all over the United States of America. So it's they, they just need something to pull on. Um, Let's get into it a little bit here. So, the uh, British Film Awards were yesterday. Uh, I'm not going to run through too much. Um, The winners were literally the usual suspects that have won, cleaned up the awards. 1917 cleaned up Best Film, uh, Best Outstanding British Film as well. Um... Renee Zellweger won for lead actress for Judy. Lead actor was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Joaquin Phoenix actually gave a very, very powerful speech talking about um, systemic racism and the fact that, like, there was such a margin of non... There was actually, like, no other race nominated for that much awards you know and it's something that it so here's the thing when when somebody talks about because this is the mis the misconception that people get so when somebody says systemic racism they think okay well i'm not a part of it because i'm not thinking that way but it's not about the way you're thinking. It's about the system that you were brought up into 
you don't think you're thinking the wrong way because it's been something that's been happening generational, right? So it may not have been, you, you may have not started the trend, but you are now living in the trend that's happening. So exactly what he said, in order for these things to change, we would, like, you, the oppressor, the oppressor or the starter of the system would have to break the system down and rebuild it properly. It was a great speech. I mean, that's not going to be something that's going to happen. But, you know, pointing, pointing it out and people respecting it is the first step towards it. All right. Moving on. Um, Laura Dern won for Marriage Story. Brad Pitt again for supporting actor Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Rising Star went to an actor named Michael Ward. Um, if you watch the new Top Boy that came on Netflix, you would see he's the antagonist in in that sh- in that show. There's a in that series does a great job, and I'm really curious to see what he does. Um, moving forward, so we could sh- we'll, we'll definitely keep the name Michael Ward. Just looking to see what's going on. Okay, our Parasite won for best not film, not in the English language winner. Uh, Claus won for animated film. If you haven't watched Claus, it's on Netflix. Um, I think you should take a take a look at it. It's actually a really good story of the the start of Santa Claus. And they do a good job of tying in things that we know naturally about Santa Claus and stories that we've heard growing up and tying them into a story of how those things came about. So it's a really good show. I Really good movie, not show. I, so I really hope you check it out. Um, yeah, and you know, so this all is the lead up towards the Oscars, which are next Sunday. Um, I'm really going to be watching this closely. I, I really want to see if there's any surprises. If Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix takes home the best best actor. Excuse me, I thought I might spill. Um, I really would like to see Brad Pitt get that supporting actor it's a testament to that reinvention you know he goes through he goes through you he goes through life sometimes you know and especially in certain situations sobriety is a hard thing for anybody and for him to be on that path and then to see this happening it's good it's good for a person it's good for people to see that our maybe substance are abusing a lot of substances and they're they're looking they can't find a way out to look at somebody that's doing it and finding success on the other side it's it's very motivational so i'm hoping that he continues that that run uh what else the new bad boy is still on top of the box office it's uh that movie Hansel and Gretel came out this weekend and it was too creepy. It looked very creepy, so right away I was like, I am not gonna watch this. Um but hey, it didn't dethrone uh bad boys at all. And 
there's been a formula. There's been a lot of in the past. Like Kevin Hart's done it the last three years, with with comedies in January, and Bad Boys came in until January, and it's still proving to um, to be a, a recipe for success. I think everybody needs a laugh in the month of January. That seems to be the longest month. So, yeah, this is great. It was great to um to watch to to see that and to see it continue dominating the box office, and hopefully we don't have to wait a very 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 long time for another Bad Boys. Um. So, there's an interesting stat came out. As uh, net Adam Sandler movies are so are so popular on Netflix that they've actually ordered four more. So basically, they said Adam Sandler movies on Netflix have been streamed for more than two billion hours. It says two billion, but it's going to be more than because of um, the new movie that came out there, which we'll talk about in a second, so that's why I didn't mention the name. So... Basically, um, they'd offered him another four-picture deal. So, this four-picture deal is going to... It's funny, actually, before I get into it. He actually said that if he didn't get nominated for an Oscar, he was going to make f- more horrible movies. So, But I, I always feel that Adam Sandler's movies, it's, they're not bad movies at all. I think he's very, very good at what he does. He calls them bad movies because it's, it, that's just his thing. But he's a very talented person, you know, and I, he's doing, it's going to be, a, I think they're going to be three more movies, three more movies and an animate, and anim, one of them is animated. Um, so, you know, if you know, like, he's also does Hotel Transylvania, like, Transylvania. Right, so he's got a lot under his belt, so it's good to see like it's good to see like him getting that opportunity and Netflix has been great for him because people have been able to watch, you know, the the Billy Madisons, the the Happy Gilmore, you know, all his Pixel, all his older stuff. They're just great. You can watch them with your family. It just it's just some of them are over the top, but it's great. Um, what was I going to say so yeah thanks shout out to that and shout out to everybody that's helped Adam Sandler reach 2 billion views plus on, on Netflix you know it's, it's, it's good to see they um, they also won the Super Bowl they had some, some trailers they, did a, they showed a Top Gun trailer another Top Gun trailer they did another uh, Black Widow trailer I'm probably going to miss some because Along with Super Bowl comes alcohol. Um, they showed a Disney Disney Plus did a trailer that the Marvel Universe is expanding and showed clips from WandaVision, uh, Falcon and the Black... Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Falcon and the Black Guy. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And um, they showed um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. 
Um, not too much information, just little subliminal hints. It's great, good to see that they're on their way. I hope that the timelines get moved up with these. I think the timelines Disney put there were just like slated. I don't think they really thought they're gonna take that long, but they need to. They, we need them. Um, couple of, uh things that I was watching over the weekend on. Uh, well, Netflix and Netflix had the most. I was watching The Stranger. So, I'm going to tell you about this show. So, The Stranger is an adaptation of a of a book, same title, called The Stranger. And the book was written by um, Harlan Coben. He's actually got a couple books under his belt. And most notably I'll give you some most notable ones that he has like some of his better ones I wouldn't say better ones that's bad to say the most notable ones on some of the ones that 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 you might have seen recently um he's basically he's the the boy from the woods is the late is the one that's coming out March 17th that one's highly anticipated he's um um the runaway Fool Me Once, um, Missing You, he's got a bunch, he's a great, it's a great, he's, he's got a great mystery, censors writing, you never know what's going to happen going in, and the plot twists are absolutely great, and honestly, this show, to me, um, doesn't, doesn't fail it, I mean, a lot of people criticize sometimes when the book adaptation is different in the sense that when they when they adapt the book things change and they want it to be straight from the book and he made a good point he's like if you want the adaptation to be exactly like the book why not just read the book <laughs> so he and and that's the the way he's he's thought about it so he so basically the story is it's just um there's the guys just had his kid's soccer game, tryouts or whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden the a lady comes up to him and tells him that you know you should you didn't have to stay with her, telling him that his wife basically faked her pregnancy, and to look for a certain charge that's on his credit card, and it just spirals into a thing where he's now questioning that from his wife, his wife leaves, he they don't know where she is. It just and it's just like it starts to spiral a lot and then you start to realize that these people are targeting different people in the town and different and just different walks of life with exposing them for things that they've done behind closed doors mainly on the internet um it's it there's so much suspense there's so because it's it's very much like the thriller without the violence, like, it's not super violent, it's just, you don't know who's who or who's doing what or why things are happening, and as things get revealed, people start to become more of the suspect, and you, and you're kind of drawing your own conclusions as to what's happening. I found myself getting close to, like, just seeing a character and be like, yeah, it could be him, because this, 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 and this, 
or it could be her because this and, and, and it has you kind of hanging on to every word and every scene and everything that's happening because you kind of want to get in front of who's the um, who's the who. Um, so yeah, The Stranger, read the book if you're, if you're into the book. The show's great. Um, that came out on Netflix on Friday. Another thing that came out on Netflix is a show called Ragnarok. Um, yes, it's the Ragnarok, not the Marvel Thor Ragnarok. But I had to make this... Um, so some people might not know that the story of Loki and Thor is is a Norwegian folklore um, about... This, it's the same premise. Marvel cleaned it up to make it more of a joyful kind of premise. But the um, battle of the gods and monsters in these folklores are not so much kid-friendly, if you must say. They, um, they call it noise mythology. So if you want to look at noise mythology, it's great. Actually, um, um, Neil Gaiman has a great book on, with that has like some of the, the stories of Thor and Loki. Um, one of the stories in that book, actually, so they wanted to build a wall to protect them from the enemies. And they bring in a guy to build the wall. And Loki says, he th- doesn't think, he tells the guy that he says, you can't build this wall in the allotted time that he gave him. And if you could build it in that time by yourself with no other help, he'll put his sister up for marriage to the guy. Um, everybody's upset at Loki. Loki's like, he'll never be able to finish it. And of course, Loki makes it so it's almost virtually impossible. He can only use his horse. This guy's horse and the horse, yeah, the, the horse is going to get, and they only could use materials from a certain place, so it's a far distance for them to get it. Nonetheless, it comes almost the day before, and he's just about finished. And everybody's mad at Loki for making this bet, because now he, has, he gets to become a part of the family. So Loki, being that he can be as deceptive as he needs to be, turns himself into the most beautiful female horse and rides by that horse. The horse gets distracted by his beauty, rides off to the sun rides off in the sunset. And for months they don't see Loki and he shows up later riding a horse. A beautiful horse. So basically in the story Loki's and this horse sleep together. He has a baby horse and rides the baby horse back home. And some of the stories in there are just like that. It's 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 a really it's a like that's like that Thor and Loki story along with Odin goes miles different than the Marvel one. And it's no different. So in this in the T V show, it's a the mother moves her son her two sons into a to a village or a town. He's greeted by a lady who basically for some reason, activates something inside of him. Both of these characters look like Thor and Loki. You got the, the one of them is a, he's taller. They're teenagers. He's taller, blonde hair. He's not the uh, most clever. They make him a little bit slow, but aggressive. He's violent. Has violent tendencies, like all the t- Thor tendencies that you know. And 
his brother is very smart, moved up some grades, very conniving, does things just for the laugh of it. Um, and they're kind of going through the motions of the school and he kind of figures out that he's pretty strong. There's a family that lives there that they are monsters and they're trying to preserve their right to be, to not have any gods interfere with what they're doing. And it just plays on that. It's actually really good. The, it is subtitled. You can use English. Um, you can use Engl- English, the, vo- the audio in English. I find it weird sometimes when their mouths aren't moving to what's being said. So I try my hardest to not watch it that way. But you can definitely watch it that way if, you, if need be. Um, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Netflix had this documentary series called Night on Earth. And boy, I'm going to tell you, this is probably one of the best things I've seen. So basically, it's, it's, all, it's a couple episodes. It's a docuseries kind of showcasing to you the things that are happening in the nighttime amongst animals in certain places. And it is very, very fascinating. It's very much that you think like, as humans, at a certain time, most humans all turn down to go to sleep. We all have decided together that certain times are going to be sleep and rest times. But for animals, you've always got to be on top of your game because some animals decide not to sleep and they decide to prey. Like predators, not praying. Decide to prey on their enemies. And you kind of see it. And what, how they show it is you have an animal. And an animal is kind of circling him to prey on him. But while he's doing that and focused on food, the animal that wants to eat him is preying on him at the same time. So that whole circle of life is happening all the time. So they've got to be vigilant of who wants to eat them while they're trying to get something to eat. Um, it's called Night on Earth. So you, you definitely check that out. Um, another show that uh, came out on Netflix as well. It's called Omniscient. Um, it's another subtitled uh, show. And before I get into this, this is a big thing that Netflix has right now. Because they're opening hubs in so many different countries, they are doing a lot of shows over there. It's giving such a different perspective on storytelling. Um, when I watch these, like when you watch these shows, you can see that the stories it's told different the style is different from what you're used to watching um british and american television some british shows are, are a little bit different as well with that but this storytelling is different all over the world so when you watch them they build different um situations that the characters go through are different and it gives you a different perspective on the way people are living it's not the same Right, there's priorities are different. You're in a different place. Um, they handle winter different. They, excuse me, they handle summer different. It's so having hubs in different regions, adhering to their culture and styles, not trying to change it, ends up giving the consumer 
a different perspective on life and I think that is amazing and that's something diversity is key in everything and it's not too not diversity meaning I'm just going to hire you or do something with you because your your ethnicity is different diversity meaning the door is open if you could tell a good story we'll tell your story and I think that's the most important thing it's like it's not a handout it's still hard work has to be done so let's open the door so everybody that works hard could be recognized for it and i think that would get people working harder i think when people i think around the world when people feel that there's no way to better themselves they'll destroy they'll destroy themselves and destroy things around them along with it so it's important that we give people the opportunity and the space to create the space to become better and it may not even you may not get to you may not write a movie or finish a movie and get it to Netflix but just the fact that the opportunity is there if you work hard to get there I think that's what people want I think that's what makes and as a consumer that watching you want there to be something different you want to be the one to find a needle in a haystack. Oh, you didn't watch this movie? And everybody's like, oh man, this movie was great. Like, you, you, you want that. That's, I think that's important. And that's pushed movie making and TV show making way ahead of where it should be right now. Because not everybody understands that everybody's need and crave for just great, solid writing and acting is at an all-time high. So now the creative projects of directors and writers can see the light of day. Maybe a big studio doesn't take it here, but maybe the streaming service takes it here. Maybe it doesn't do the greatest in the box office, but it becomes a cult classic during streaming. The way people consume media is so different, we can't rely on one form of media to give us the attention. Just like the news, there's so much outlets for the news that you've got to really fact check to fact check to make sure that you're talking about the right thing before you start reposting it or form an opinion. The issue is on, on social media is based on the opinion of the person that has the page. So when people start to find news that wraps around their opinion, they believe it and they believe it's real, right? If you're ahead of that and you understand that as that there's people that have your, share your views that's how popularity becomes and gets built because then people follow you because they're following you because of the views that you have. And that is how you become famous. That's a perfect example of the storm of Trump before he got elected. That's what it was. He was talking about the views of, that people had. People were reposting him because they applauded his views and because they didn't like him at all. Both went on the internet because it both becomes views on the internet. So that was that. But so I go off on these tangents sometimes and it's pretty intense. But Omnisent, that's where I was talking about. So basically it's set, um, it could be a little bit in the future. They really set the date. Um, and the so basically everybody is followed around by a drone and the drones um 
when they start to see people's blood pressure rise, it starts to like kind of scan them and it interprets the crime before they commit it. So it has in it, it, it in the um in the story there's no crime. There's basically a couple you get arrested before the crime. You don't even go to an actual court court. You just go to somebody at a front desk and they tell you just read it out because everything is the every the the system is the law. Nobody's able to look at the footage. It's all in the system and the reason that they don't let anybody look at it is for that reason of corruption from from humans. And you get fined or you get jail time just from there. And the uh, the lady that she works in the tech side of it, she goes home after she gets a better job. She gets a good review from her job. Going to go home, celebrate with her dad, finds her dad murdered on the floor. His drone is watching him. But the only, the, the drone of the person committing the crime is a drone that is supposed to alert people. Nothing happens. Obviously, the company doesn't want anybody to know that this happened. So they want her to be quiet about it. It's very much like I've watched the first episode. I haven't dove in too deep into this one yet. It was a lot of watching this weekend. So this one kind of got pushed to the back. But I'm curious to see how they kind of figure out who did what in the system. It's um it looks as as watching it looks very like there's there's little holes in there, obviously there's holes in every system. So just um I'm gonna check it out. I can't I kinda wanna say watch it or not. I don't know. That you would have to really be into this kind of like that kind of technology like that side of it. Um I haven't really again because I, wa- I don't watch them with the audio dubbed over because you want to get the actual emotion of the character. But um, it's a lot of these characters and a lot of these shows, especially in these foreign films or TV shows, their emotions are different. They're a little bit more plain-faced. They're not really showing a lot of emotion. And it's kind of, they're, te- they're, they're kind of showing you that that's kind of like that's that's how people are like some people that are very much overly into technology are very reclusive to people and the the emotion is different and the older people in like the older people owner of the company and some older people you can see emotion in them and i kind of think a lot of that non-emotion in the younger people has to do with they were born with the system already there so they're always on the straight and narrow. They don't show too much emotion because they don't want it to be detected by their drone. <clears throat> so yeah, that's another one to check out. Omniscient. And now I save the best for last of my weekend. Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. I don't understand why he never got an Oscar nomination for this, but I think it's because he could, like, he's playing, like, if the, if the Oscar criteria for an Oscar nomination 
for best actor would be the, the performance in the movie, then he should be at the top of the list because, number one, he is performing way out of the element of anything he's ever done. And he does it with style. He does it with style. He plays a Jewish jeweler who bets too much money, who's got a girlfriend living in a crazy penthouse, who's meeting all these celebrities, and who just can't buy a catch a break out of trouble. But he creates his own trouble at the same time. There's the movie's broken the world Guinness Book of World Records for the most times the word fuck has been used. 409 times. But the movie is is absolutely great. It's it's a, it's it's solid performances all around. And I I um I, when I watched I, I didn't go to the theaters to watch it. And everybody's like you got to go watch it, you got to go watch it. But I but I I didn't I didn't go. And then I made the joke that my uh my seventeen dollars a month that plays for Netflix paid for this movie, so I am the producer, so I'll see it the way I want to see it, and we all laughed about it, but I ended up waiting and when I watched it, I was just like, you know you sometimes you take the you take a risk, you take the chance um and you take the chance to do something great. And I think that's here. I think we'll look at this film in a couple years and be like, yeah, this was actually way better than we thought. I think the directors and the writers, those brothers, they're, 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 they're absolutely amazing. They have a movie called, I think it's uh, Good Time with, with uh, Robert uh, Patterson. Peterson? Peterson? Patterson. Song with me. Um, that movie's amazing. Same kind of adrenaline rush to it. Definitely one to check out. It's on Netflix, too. I want to say this before I wrap up. Um, besides Warner Brothers opening a theme, uh, Harry Potter theme park in Tokyo, um, soon. The you know when when I when I watch things and I talk about them, I don't try to watch everything. I mean, there's some good stuff, just the Ottoman things like that. Like I want to watch them. Sometimes, especially with things that are very dense and timepiece period shows, it takes a lot out of you because there's a lot that you have to take in. There's a lot of elements to it. Everything has changed. So those things for me take longer to kind of build an opinion on and I'll watch maybe an episode twice and things of that nature um, but I don't try to watch everything on purpose like some things are just not for me and maybe I'll catch it a little later when things that are for me aren't up there or they did a bad job so you, you know so it won't always be the newest stuff and I encourage anybody that listens to this podcast if you follow me on Instagram at the Nerdy Piehead Podcast, and you have movies or shows that you like, 
let me know. Cause I may not have, I may not, I may not stumble on every. It's hard to cover everything, and as well, you know, sometimes my opinion might be not be the best. You might think it's it's not as good. I'd love to hear those. Two. Um, I'm looking forward to this Friday because I'm looking forward to locking key and. I feel like we are going to get probably some of the best TV shows this year, period, right across the board. We're going to look at 2020 as it's the start of another 10 years. This entire another 10 years in film and they're going to look back and everybody is starting to pop with their A game of what they're doing. As a consumer we're going to be in for a hell of a ride this next 10 years in film and television it's going to be great I, I, I feel that that's why I have this podcast because it's going to be a lot there's going to be a lot of things and hopefully I can help people um, you know kind of weave through the clutter there's a lot to, to go through so hopefully we can do that I didn't watch The Outsiders' newer episode because the Super Bowl was on and I was so out of it. So I did not watch that, but I will definitely watch it tonight and we'll give a double episode update next week and um, for you guys as well. So yeah, you know, thank you for listening again. And uh, please follow me on Instagram at the Nerdy Piehead Podcast where I post more, a little bit more movie stuff and, you know, things that I'm watching throughout the week and stuff like that. You can kind of get an idea of, like, more episode-to-episode kind of things, like, on on there, or just news and stuff like that. And uh, here's just bigger overviews. So, yeah. Take care. Have a good week.